They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Convenience Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we check in on Mike's position in the Family Chicky tournament. Lawson launches a nationwide celebration of ramen. The scoreboard heats up with Kimetsu no Yaiba items, and we look at a cake sandwich from 7-Eleven. Now, let's head off to the Convini. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Well, Mike, uh, morning's about to get a lot better here. I got my good old friend, Yule Can Coffee here. Just get a little, oh, mm. a little hit here. One second. That's the sound we love. Well, how's that feel? It is electric. It feels like I have a nuclear power plant stuck in my brain right now. I'll tell you what. I can see shapes and colors, math equations that have never been seen or imagined before. Let me get another sip here. All right. Yep, yep. I'm like floating above my body right now. I'm telling you what a brilliant experience. All right. How are things in uh, Kurobe, Mike? Yeah, things are pretty good. I'm on the other end of the spectrum here. I've got my um, green, green label, label, you know, Kirin. Mm. You know, my one of my favorites, the Tande, as we discovered in our taste test i don't actually like this as much as the normal hapo shoe the tanre but um yeah matt things are good here not much to report just uh heading into autumn had a good day with leo today um nice. had a couple beers with the old man and um my my's father-in-law and uh yeah just uh looking your to... father-in-law or her, her father yeah yeah her her father that Yes, her father-in-law is, is my father. So, all right, Matt. Anyways, all right, let's get started here. All right. So, okay, Matt. To start off today, we got a we got a couple lead stories coming in. First off, just wanted to get everyone up to date with how things are going in the family. Chicky O Kete Sen. That's the family who is the king of the family. Chicky. In other words, in this one month period, who can buy the most family chickies? Um, yeah. Matt, as you know, um, we actually, last week, our episode was a week late, so um, at that time it was only a couple days, I think four days into the tournament, but um, now we've got a good 20 days in the tournament, 10 days left. Um, And so, Matt, where are we standing right now? Remember, this is a tournament, if you, um, in like the country-wide, if you eat the most family chickies, you get a year's worth of family chickies, Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's the prefectural and the local store um uh competition as well where we last left off four days in the tournament i was leading my local store and way behind in the prefectural and the uh the national tournament so matt let me show you what we're looking at here boom here we are we're at my local store matt as you can see i'm still holding the lead here number one that's me right there yes sir so 20 days in the tournament as you can see i've 
I've fallen off my one a day rhythm yeah. here. Um, I'm only at 12. I'm really sad to say a couple I missed cause I didn't log them into the app that oh, you have no. to do. It's a, it's a fucking silly, um, <laughs> business that you have to do, but all right. So I'm at the, the head, 12 chickies. We got Kazu Kazu, who's a new entrant, who has eight, and then Otahajiji, who was sitting at zero and now has pumped his way up to seven. So mm. I'm glad to say things are looking pretty good on this front. I think I can push through and, and, and hold it until the end. Well, that was the goal, to win the, to win the local store competition. Exactly. Exactly. I think your advice was, you know, see if you can make a push for the prefectural. If not, stay yeah. on that one a day sort of rhythm and try to take the uh, the local store. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, things are looking good there. All right, Matt, let's jump over to the prefecture, see where we're looking at. As you remember, we were looking at Truck, who was way out ahead. Um, but let's see where we're looking at now. Okay, so 20 oh, days boy. into the tournament. 20 days in the tournament, I'm sitting in 47th 47. place. Respectable. You know, yeah, you know, um, I've, I think... I guess. Yeah, yeah, who knows. Um, so we got truck at top on the top with 120 chickies and everybody way behind. We got Okaaemon with 46, Byota and Tanukichi, each sitting around 40. Um, so, yeah, Matt, truck, yeah. I, I don't know, just seems way too... Kind of reminds me of uh, the uh, 2000 U.S. Open where Tiger mm -hmm. Woods won at Pebble Beach. Final score minus 12. Second place was plus three. He won by 15 <laughs> strokes. Wasn't really a, a competition. Truck yeah. seems to be in a Tiger Woods-esque position here. Yeah. Yeah. But important thing to note again this is how many fami chickies you buy there's no auditing happening to exactly. see if truck is actually eating these yeah. fami chickies giving them away throwing them mm -hmm. away god forbid yeah. um but yeah you do have it is a, a definitely a competition for second place however there's a bunch there at 46 42 and 40 yeah yeah, yeah. So that that seems to be the exciting zone there. I don't think I can even make it into that zone. I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to get, you know, if they're going at this rate, I'd probably have to get something like forty or fifty chickies in the next week or so. So that mm. might be tough. But um, all right, Matt. So that's where we are in our you know regional area here in Toyama. You know, let's see where the big. Let's see where they're doing in the big leagues here. All right, Matt. So this is the. Oh. This is the All Japan tournament going on here. I'm in 4,900th place. Chicken Lemon holding his lead with 875 chickens. Pretty chickies. Pretty comfortable lead. It's been neck and neck. We've got one ka, eight ka, zero ka, hundred with 780. And then Famimagogo with 460. So as you can see, this is, a, this is pretty much a two-person race. Um, here at the national front with just just really astronomical numbers um, you know even fifth place has more than double what truck has so so Matt yeah this is um, again we, we talked about the mystery of how do you procure so many chickies this is 40 Chicken or lemons, 50 yeah these guys 30 to 40 chickies a day this this person is is acquiring i mean yeah i don't know what sort of logistics operation he has set up but mm -hmm. you know uh, it's got to be pretty close to 
Toyota supplier level capability here in terms <laughs> of uh, efficiency. This is out of control. Yeah. And there's, of course, no way he or she is consuming all of these chickies. Exactly. Yeah. God, you can only hope that they're giving them away to people who who want them versus yeah. you know, going into the bin. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep up to date. I'm out of the, the, you know, the running here for sure. You, see, I mean, you seem a little just... demoralized. Uh, you don't have a lot of spirit here. The goal, remember, was to... Yes. We knew, yes. I mean, back in your heyday, yeah, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, you probably could have competed for the perfectural championship. So. But so. you seem a little down here, Mike. Uh, morale seems low. What's going on? Yeah, well, I'm you know I'm gonna wait until we wrap up the tournament to give my full sort of thoughts on this 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 tournament. Um, okay. I'll just give a little like uh, you know preamble here. All I want to say, Matt, is remember if you buy, if you win at the the national level, you get uh, a year's worth of family chicks, which is three hundred and sixty chickies. Chicken lemon seems like he's gonna have triple that. Um, yeah. And so I don't know. I got I got a little bit bad taste in my mouth. I I did have a coworker who had a new theory on how this person is pu- procuring this many chickies. He had an idea. For my mind, I was thinking it was these shachos, these CEOs yeah. buying all these chickies. But um, I had a coworker who said, you know what it probably is. It's a, uh, it's probably some like school or like class. In in a big city, and they're all sharing their their app, and so they're they're going out each day, you know. Hey, I'm gonna go buy some, one here. Take my app, you know. That kids are colluding, exactly. Tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I wish it was more of a fair fight here, but um, like I said, I'm I'm gonna push through here. I'm not completely demoralized, but I was hoping to give a little bit more of a better standing in the prefectural. Um, I the see. prefectural zone, but then I've also fallen off even of that one a day target that we we're talking about. So, you know, I'm not feeling great about myself, but I'm I'm gonna push it push through to, until the end. All right. Well, I can't wait to see how this wraps up. Again, comfortable lead right now at the local store level. We'll see if you can yeah. keep it. We'll have an update for everybody next week. Yeah. Um. All right, Mike. Let's turn uh, to some. Other big news here. We have a mm-hmm. rather exciting uh, festival, they're calling yeah. it, coming out of Lawson here, Mike. It is a ramen festival. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about here? This is actually mm-hmm. one of the most exciting campaigns I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Everybody knows ramen. Ramen is one of the iconic dishes of Japan. No Noodles, doubt. rich soup. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the cuisines in Japan where there's a lot of diversity. Oh, it's yeah. regional. It's also, you know, chefs can kind of cook up whatever they dream in their brains and serve it. You mm-hmm. know, it's one of the few sort of Japanese food traditions. Actually, you know, it came from China, all that stuff. But anyway, there's mm-hmm. a lot of lot of experimentation that happens with mm-hmm. ramen. And mm-hmm. Lawson is bringing that to life in a nationwide campaign beginning the middle of October, each region of Japan, Mike, will have three mm. ramen 
representative serving their best ramen. But it's not going to be an instant ramen they're serving at Lawson. This is going to be closer to, you know, the fresh stuff. It's obviously not going to be like straight from the shop, but Mm -hmm. it looks like they're going to pull off something pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Uh, where you can go, you know, if, if you're in um, if you're in uh, Hokuriku, mm-hmm. you can go to a Lawson and grab three great iconic ramens from that region. If you're in Hokkaido, <clears throat> you can do the same. If you're oh, in yeah. Kyushu, you can do the same. <clears throat> Spectacular stuff here, Mike. And oh, yeah. um, let me just give a quick uh, banner image here for our YouTube mm-hmm. followers. Ah, God. Damn, this mm. looks good. I gotta say, this is one hell of a one hell of a banner here. Eight distinct types of ramen we're looking at on the banner. But um, Mike, mm. um, we each picked out a couple of yeah. ramen bowls that sort of caught our eye. Let's uh, take a look at what your first pick is here. Very curious mm-hmm. to see what you got going on. You have a good eye for ramen. So let's yes. see what we got. All right. If you can just, yeah, go down to number three down there. Number um, three. Number two, three. number three. Yes, sir. Ooh. If you can just mm. zoom into that boy right there. Yeah, so this is... clean. Yes, it does. This is from the Kinki region of Japan, which includes like Osaka, Kyoto, and, you know, a place like that. Um, really, you know, great area of Japan in general for cuisine. Um, I, I picked out the Yukishin Shio Ramen, Matt. And the reason yeah. this caught my eye is, um, let me just describe what we're looking at. So a lot of people, I think their idea of ramen is something really sort of like, um, you know, like tonkotsu ramen, a real thick yeah. soup, yes. you know, really like deep flavor. Um, muddy. Yeah, muddy. Um, but man, this is the exact opposite of that. This is some of the cleanest broth I think I've ever mm. seen in my life. Um what we're looking at, shio ramen, that's a salt-based ramen. You usually like light. The main flavor is just salt, you know, it's very simple. But um, this just everything you need. You got some uh, you know, onions on top, you got some greens, you got that chashu, which it looks a little Ooh. bit special. But for me, Matt, it's that broth. It's this almost crystal clear but you know Mm. you know that that's got that sort of the fattiness sort of the Mm. glue close or not maybe not glue close the sort of um you know the the all this the essential ingredients have been sort of strained out of into this broth while keeping it completely clear so i i just i mean it just looks beautiful um i'm i'm a sucker for sort of the lighter ramens these days and um this just looks like a refreshing bowl yeah, Mike, looks stunning. A clear, clean bowl of shio ramen. It's a great option if mm-hmm. you don't want to feel like a pile of, you know, like a load mm-hmm. um, after you eat a bowl of ramen. Shio ramen, great. You can eat a bowl, get back up on your feet, feel pretty good about yourself. So nice choice there, Mike. All right. Thank you. Uh, my choice here, this is going to be a bit on the muddier side. Mm-hmm. Here, uh, mm-hmm. I do like a muddy ramen, Mike. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, I also like Skamen. Uh, Skamen, of course, that's the mm. style of ramen where the noodles are served separate from the broth. 
So you usually have a thicker, chewy noodle. That's exactly what we're looking at here. And then you have a bowl of hot, muddy broth. And you got that muddy broth. It's viscous, so it clings to those chewy, mm. thick noodles. And uh, Mike, you know, I gotta say, you know, historically when I eat this stuff, I got about five, six minutes mm. before uh, Vesuvius starts cranking. You know, we were observing a uh, great video of a woman blowing up a toilet at a Target. <laughs> Check it out, everybody, on YouTube. You know, that's kind of a... a I got a three-act play going in the old mm -hmm. Johnny Boy after eating something like this, but it's well worth it. Yes, this it is. is outstanding ramen. Uh, mm. So impressive that they, they don't just have the... The traditional hot soup with the noodles in. They got some skame in here too, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, look in there. You've got some menma. Looks like the bamboo shoots. Oh, you yeah. got some some sort of you know chashu chunks in there. The pork. Mm -hmm. And what I love about this, like you said, this is a muddy bath mm -hmm. right here. But um, oh, yeah. they've also got like uh, like ground powder out there as well, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> which I think would even you know <clears throat> you have the um you're dipping the noodles you're getting all that that goo that's sticking to the to the to the noodles but then you also have that extra little like powder as well to give it that sort of you know like that sort of like uh that sort of uh you know boom 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 in your mouth you know uh, <laughs> Kind of couldn't think of anything there, but anyways, Matt looks great. Um, and oh man, I would love to get my hands on that. All right, we got a couple more to look at here. Let's see, you got uh, a local pick here, Mike, yep. which is uh, out in your neck of the woods here. Oh, there she yeah, is, no right question. there. Oh yeah, yep. Iwa Motoya. Um, I've actually eaten at this place a number of times in Ishikawa. Hmm. Cool. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I've never had this bowl, but look at this. Doesn't this look great? You got some little, um, you know, shell, shellfish or, or little clams or, um, clams. mollusks of some sort. Um, so you have the, uh, the, the sort of seafood side to it. You have some really thinly sliced chashu. Chashu again is like the pork that goes, um, usually in ramen you got some, you know, fairly clean broth. And yeah, I've, I've always loved Iwamotoya. Um, it's a great place. And so I want to give a little shout out for that local pride. Yeah, Mike, I've never seen this before. This is a clam-based ramen. And it looks mm -hmm. like even the dashi, yeah, the dashi is made from, I guess, largely clams. So this would actually be another great choice if you're looking for a light bowl, something mm. that will, uh, you know, keep you on your feet after, after consuming it. A yeah. lot of green onion there again. Keep it light, keep it fresh. You said it right, paper thin chashu. Mm. I really like the look of this. I've never yeah. seen clams in ramen before, but uh, again, you can kind of make whatever you want with this uh, with this cuisine here. Nice choice. Exactly. Thank you. All right, Mike. Last one we want to look at here. This is um, a bit of a wacko pick. I thought uh, this is out of Hokkaido, Mike. This is. Um, I gotta say, I've never seen anything like it. Ooh, this is a, boy. this is a uh, cheese curry ramen. So, oh my I God. guess the broth here—it's a deep brown. 
That's got to be the curry in there. But what's really interesting about this is you have almost like an oil spill of cheese, melted mm. cheese on top. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got to say, Mike, uh, if you, <laughs> you eat this thing, day's over. You know, yeah. don't make any plans for a lot no. of reasons. You know, who knows what's going to happen no. on the digestive side. And then, mm. you know, you might just black out from uh, just fatigue. You know, it's nap time after you eat this thing. Um, I've never seen a curry ramen before. This is very innovative. Yeah, I was going to say, normally, you know, it's it's not rare to see like a curry udon or yep. even like a curry yep. soba or something like that. But um, a curry ramen, yeah, I agree. I've not maybe seen it before, but it's very interesting. Yeah, like you said, you've got this oil spill very well described for what's going on here. And then it's sort of like you have these four corners, like the four yes. horsemen of ramen. You've got uh, one chashu. Um, these are at like each, you know, sort of like place on the, the compass. So you've it's got like in the, the south, is. you've got um, chashu. In the west, you've got some negi, some onion. On the, on the north, you've got bean sprouts. And then in the east, you have... I guess that is uh, wakame, you know, some, oh, wakame, uh, maybe some right. spinach yeah. or some wakame. Yeah, would some, make sense. Yeah. Some seaweed. So, yeah, I don't, I don't particularly think I'd like to try this. I, I imagine in my younger years I might like to, yeah, but um, yeah, I agree, Matt. Don't, um, you know, be careful with this one. But yeah, definitely a wacko pick there. Um, but um, yeah, hey, you know, seems interesting. All right, so everybody, check that out. It starts uh, October twelfth. Looks super exciting. Head over to Lawson, pick up uh, all three of the ramen mm -hmm. that are going to be showcased in your region. And uh, unlikely that you'll be disappointed. Yep. All right, Matt. Well, hey, we're, we're heading over to Chicky Wars now. Um, and this week, pretty slow. Nothing really interesting. We're just going to jump right into it. Um, out of Lawson, we've got, um, hey, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Um, I think it's Demon Hunter in English, maybe. Um, it's a very super popular um, manga or manga and anime um, in in Japan. And this one's featuring the um, the main character's sister. So, and this is how the story starts. She's she turns into a demon, and he has to like oh. keep her with him. And so she has this bamboo in her mouth that she like you know keeps her from biting you know everybody else. Anyways. Fitting with that, uh, with the character and the comic, this is Matt the Mentai Mayo. You know, we got the Mentaiko, the spicy, you know, fish egg thing, and mayonnaise. You know, the the Mentai Mayo, the classic combo. Um, I don't know, Matt. Um, Get it out of here. Yeah, You're giving it too much airtime already. This whole thing's dumb. The flavor's dumb. Mm -hmm. This Kimetsu no Yaiba stuff is dumb. Get it mm -hmm. out of here. Yeah, yeah. I know that, you know, probably some of our listeners are big Kimetsu no Yaiba fans. I will say, Lawson this week, it seems yearly almost now. They, they're having a big Kimetsu no Yaiba tie-up with a ton of new items. Even almost like half of their new items coming out. Half. But anyways, give it a pass unless you're a Mentai Mayo maniac, in which case... Hey, you know, we've seen it before, but um, enjoy yourself. And uh, Matt, I'm, I'm sad to say that's it. That's all we've got for the, uh, the Chiggy Wars this week. 
All right, Mike, let's head over to the new item scoreboard. Let's take a look mm-hmm. at the numbers this week. New items out at the Big Conveni Family Mart. It's got 31. Loss in 44, mm-hmm. 7 11, 127 new items. Mini mm-hmm. Stop 27. Daily Yamazaki's got 8. Seiko Mart at 4. New Days at 20. Any thoughts on those numbers this week, Mike? Yeah, man. I, I think this is two weeks in a row that we've seen Lawson overtake Family Mart in numbers of items. Um, it's a little interesting. I, I know a lot of these items at Lawson are beefed up by the uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, as we were describing, yeah. the Demon Hunter um, tie-up that is uh, going on there. Um, Seiko Mart also only four items, so that's you know a little bit less than normal. 7-Eleven with a big showing, 127. Love to see it. Otherwise, you know, mini stop, new days, um, daily Amazaki right around their normal numbers. Um, yeah, so, you know, seems all right. You know, interesting little week here. All right, so let's dig into the winners and losers. This is where Mike and I each pick out an item that really caught our attention. We want to dive into it in another that looks mm-hmm. not so good. So let's see what your loser for this week is, Mike. You always have something interesting to show here. What do we got? Oh, yeah. dear Lord. Matt, I you know, oh, I think if we just gotta stop. Yep, yep. Matt, what we're looking at, we're at new days again, and I hate to keep picking them up. I'm not picking on them. I almost kinda like to keep picking these up just because they're so wacky and you know, um maybe not the absolutely worst item I saw this week, but but baffling, you know. This is the Sugo Onigiri. Sugoi Onigiri. Sugoi means like crazy or like amazing onigiri. Um, that we've been looking at from New Days for the past couple months, and they just come out with these onigiris that just don't make any sense. Um, they're just way too big, way too many ingredients. I think we've seen so far one that was like a, it had a whole bento's worth of items in it. Um, I forget what the other one is. Okay, Matt, what do we got this week? This is the Teritama, that's the double tsukune and toro. Tamago Fu, again, like Fu, I don't, style onigiri. Um, so tsukune, remember, is, um, it's like uh, normally chicken, like ground chicken um, that, uh, yeah, like ground chicken um, that you make into meatballs and stuff like that. So what do we got here? I'm going to describe the layers. On the top, again, this is an onigiri, ladies and gentlemen, remember. On the top, we have one tsukune burger. In between that, we have a runny, like half um, fried egg where the yolk is still runny. We have another burger, a tsukune burger. And then under that, we have a nice little plump of rice that also includes some egg in it, it seems. So the reason I picked this up, we've been looking at the Sugo Onigiris. They're always baffling, but this one has sort of reached a new level for me. You know, it's they're, they're saying it's like a burger, but they've only got the rice on the bottom. They're barely even including rice anymore. These are almost just like they're kind of throwing away the whole rice. You know, you got the little seaweed wrapping around the little handle there, I guess, to hold it, but... I don't know how you're going to eat this without it just that egg exploding and then everything falling apart. Um, Matt, you know, I like I said, this isn't completely bashing. I, I think it's actually kind of just interesting, this this series. I'd like to get in there and actually grab a couple and just kind of see what happens. But, um, you know, Sugo Oni, Sugo Oni, again, from New Days, um, 
coming out with another surprising one here. Uh, I don't see how any normal person could eat this. So, yeah, Matt, I, I don't know. I'm sure you got some thoughts on this as well. This is so dumb. Listen, everybody. <laughs> you got an onigiri on the bottom. You have an onigiri, a full-on rice ball, as a platform. Yeah. That's the onigiri. Yeah. Then you're putting on this skune burger where you got the, like, as Mike described, the skune flapjacks with the egg in between. Mm-hmm. This is dumb. The, the 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 onigiri is just a pedestal for this skune burger. The onigiri right. is lost. How dare they use the word onigiri to try to sell this product? It has nothing to do with onigiri. Get it out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's ever in charge of this campaign, the series, you're fired. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. I got a loser this week as well, Mike. Mine's out of Seven Eleven here. Okay. Here's what, what the hell at. is it's going on here? here? It's a little baffling. I had, to, I had to look at this pretty closely for four or five minutes before I completely understood, and I'm still not sure I totally understand what's going on here. But what we're looking at here is is a milk bread, a fluffy milk bread sandwich. But inside the sand, the sandwich filling here, Mike, is a Castell cake. That's a Castell cake. So we have a, a fluffy white bread. And sandwiched in between is a, is a Castell cake, which is a, is a kind of a crumbly, dry, mm-hmm. in this case, I believe it's a coffee-flavored cake so they're combining this is a cake sandwich mike um listen um you're gonna need about 12 gallons of water to swallow this thing it's so so dry here this is uh for those who are gluten intolerant stay away this this will just uh single bite of this this will put you six feet under i gotta say (laughs) This is just pure carbs. You know, you eat two of these, you could probably, you got enough fuel in you for an ultra marathon here, you know. I have about 80 zone bars and three prime ribs standing by to just counteract the uh, the carb load with some protein here. Mike, um, I've never seen this before. It's a cake sandwich. Yeah, I've never seen this before either. Um <laughs> This is this is a cake sandwich, Matt. We've seen a lot of variations on the sandwich throughout the Convini. Never thought we'd see a cake sandwich. You know, I think both of us aren't huge fans of the sort of sweet sandwiches that, you know, they come out with where they've yeah. got the fruit and stuff like that. But that would be, you know, a huge improvement over this. I agree. Like, not just the flavor. This is just in terms of hydration and sort yeah. of moisture. I don't understand how you how you swallow this, you know. Um, yeah, I think this is probably gonna kill upwards two hundred two hundred people, probably. You know, yeah. um, this is a this is a hazardous item, um, and uh, but you know, I will say, you know, hats off. You know, to Seven Eleven, they're they're just trying to put anything they can. This is kind of similar to the to the Sugo Oni in a way, like. <laughs> This has nothing to do with a sandwich, you know? No. Like, what the hell is going on no. here? Um, you know, this would be like a, like, 
you could just like put bread inside of bread. I guess that would be the next like iteration next on this. It's bread, like bread. That's an interesting. Right. A rye bread stuffed inside of, you know, two pieces of white bread. <laughs> Man, Matt. Oh, a concept. Yeah, great right. pickup here. All right. Let's move on to the winners. Mm. Items that look a little bit better. Actually, a hell of a lot better. All right. Yep. We're at Seiko Mart. Help, help, help me find this one, my oh, yep. the meat sauce pasta. No, Matt, you zoomed right by it, and I know this is going to be um, interesting. It's right at the top there, Matt. If you can zoom oh, in a little bit what here. Is this? What is this? What the hell is this? <laughs> We're having a lot of talk about like variations on on sandwiches and bread and, and rice. Matt, yes. Oh, this, this is, is genius. Yeah. What this is, Matt, what we're looking at here, ladies and gentlemen, this looks like a rice ball, like a real classic wow. rice ball with the white rice. And then on the outside, you have the wakame. In other words, the seaweed to sort of hold it and eat it. But um, what this is, it is, it looks exactly like onigiri, but it's actually bread. Mm-hmm. And inside is uh, tuna mayo flavor, you know? So it's it's pretty much a tuna sandwich. That's it's a tuna. tuna. Is that tuna? It's a, well, tuna mayo, they say. So, you know, how what what you know, how much tuna is in there, how much mayo in there. I don't know. So I just thought this was kind of like really cool in general, just because like, you know, there's this the staple of Japanese cuisine is I'd say like the or not the staple, but one of the representatives would be the the rice ball. And um, you know, but bread and sandwiches are also, you know, really popular as well. To sort of fuse that together is really cool. Especially with, as we discovered, the most popular type of um, yes. onigiri, which is the tuna mayo onigiri. Um, and uh, the other reason that this really stuck out to me, so I've got a young boy, you know, he's two years old. Yes. He doesn't really like rice. Sometimes he likes rice, you know, and hmm. he doesn't really like bread. He Well, well sometimes he likes bread. I think this is the sort of item that a child would right. perfectly confuse right. them that they would sort of like overlook what it is and just yes. eat it thinking that it's sort of both, which, you know, I think adults would as well. But um, anyways, man, uh, yeah, I, th- I just thought this was kind of cool. And, you know, for especially for kids, I think this this might be a hit. So, uh, yeah, this is what I picked. And this is from Seiko Mart. Hell of a choice here, Mike. What This is the innovation that you can only expect from the conveni. They're really selling the look here. Looks exactly like an onigiri, but it's mm-hmm. bread. You cut it in yeah. half. It's no doubt that is bread. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that caught my eye. They, it's saying it uses uh, rice, rice syrup. Syrup. What the hell is that? Sure, what that is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a look into that. But you know, it uses some kind of rice syrup. Um, yeah, we're going to investigate this. But this looks terrific, Mike. I got to say, they even priced it like an onigiri. It's uh, 128 yen. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, very clever here from, from Seiko Mart. Uh, if you're in Hokkaido, be sure to check this one out. Yeah. All right, Mike. Uh, my winner for this week, coming out of Mini Stop. Oh. Mini Stop, it, you know, they're convincing me that they just have the best damn hot box out there. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're looking at here it is the potato cheese hot dog. 
Not really sure what they're going for in that name, but okay, oh, what God. is this? First, it's a corn dog, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not just a corn dog, ladies and mm -hmm. gentlemen. This mm -hmm. corn dog has been covered in crispy potatoes, mm. little flakes of potatoes. But Mike, they didn't stop there. Mm -hmm. They also stuffed it with melty cheese, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they didn't stop there, Mike. No. They're also including this with the mustard and ketchup sniper rifle, mm. okay? Ladies and gentlemen, just imagine, okay, a Saturn rocket, you know, the thing that took Neil Armstrong to the moon, okay? It's got different modules, okay? You got the big Saturn rocket. Boom! That's the base, and that's going to fall off, and then you got another booster shot before you get to the capsule that's going to take them to the damn moon. That's what we got here, Mike. We got modules. We got the hot dog module. Mm -hmm. We got the cheese module, and then we got that capsule at the top, that crispy boy. And, um, Mike, I don't know if I've ever seen... This looks like one of the best hot box items I've ever seen. It's, it's incredible. This looks absolutely outstanding. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, Matt. We've seen something close, and that would be the hot, uh, the, what was it called? The Cheese Dog 2? Is that the... <laughs> yes, Cheese Dog 2 made a yes. very impressive uh, run, late run, mm -hmm. in the Cheese Grand Prix back in mm -hmm. uh, spring of 2020. Yes, yes. Um, this is similar, but um, this has some interesting modifications. As you said, the Cheese Dog 2 only had two cylinders, whereas this seems as though it has three. And your description was perfect. I was going to actually comment on that, that this is kind of like a space shuttle sort of disconnecting and sort of blasting you off. Um, yeah. I Matt, so what catches my eye the most here? Of course, that, that stretchy, stringy cheese yes. looks amazing, and that... And that dog, that wiener, I love it, you know. But it's this outside oh, shell, yeah. this oh, potato. Yeah. Oh, and Matt, yeah. I'll put, I'll say it right now. If this goes how I think it, it, it should, it might be the best item we've ever seen. If Matt, this outside, because what yeah. it looks like is a McDonald's hash, hash brown. brown. Yes, and if this has the taste and texture of a McDonald's hash brown <laughs> on top of that cheese and that wiener. Oh, boy. And then you also hit it with that sniper, the oh. double sniper of that cheese and the mustard. This might be the greatest item we've ever seen. Um, so, Matt, really a great, great pickup. And um, look at that what's going on there it's just blasting out shot of this cheese here when it's sitting in that hot box that cheese can't help but just start to bubble up and <laughs> burst out of that uh crispy potato crust it's just desperate to get out of there you know that thing is just just foaming with cheese just sizzling inside yeah um wow gotta say yeah, this is uh, one of the most exciting hotbox items I've seen in a long, long time. Yep, 
Yep. And they're not they're not wasting any space on that stick, you can see. There's only about a centimeter oh, yeah. sticking out on that oh, stick. Yeah. Usually you get half That's a stick, <laughs> half, you know, the food, but this thing's jammed all the way in there, Matt. I imagine this is all right. All right, Matt. Well, hey, you know what? Great item. Um, another great week, but um Matt, that's bringing us to the end of the show. Wow. Um, 70 episodes, Matt. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> I'm still not sure what happened. We've recorded 70 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, Matt. So to close it out, um, as always, we'd like to say thanks to everyone who bought us a chicky. Of course, Carrie G. St. Michelle with 20 chickies, Professor H. with three, Crew of Japan with two, Jeff Bailey and Anonymous with one each. Um, if you'd like to buy us a coffee or a chicky, um, go to buymeacoffee.com slash boys. We'd really appreciate it. Um, for all of our podcast listeners, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is, please share and give us a rating. We'd really appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, great to see you as always. Um, you know, encourage your friends to subscribe, you know, and leave a like. We'd, you know, that, that really helps people to find the show. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but pretty much only Twitter's alive. Um, so, you know, check us out on Twitter. We're really active there. Um, a lot of funny and awesome stuff there, as always. Um, also, right, one for the Convini tournament coming up soon on yes. Twitter. Yes. Teaser, teaser. It's coming back, guys <laughs> and ladies. It's coming back, everybody. Um, the Convini tournament's coming back. All right. And, all right, I'll just, one last week we'll say this. If you have a Combini memory or Combini <laughs> composition, go to www.anchor.fm slash Boys and leave us a message. Um, we got to delete that next week. All right. All right, Matt, as always, it's been great talking Combini. Um, but, uh, yeah, for now, I'll see you at the Combini. See you at the Combini, Mike.